Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, David Evans here. Oh, what a game it was at the weekend, gentlemen. What a game. And to talk about that game with me, Rich is here. Hello everyone. Goody's here. Evening. Andy's here. Hey, yeah. Uh, and gentlemen, we'll, we will get straight into it. And Wolves won what was a glorious game on Saturday lunchtime. Another 4-3 against Leicester City. Jota with a hat-trick and Bennett with a goal as well, as well gave Wolves all three points and put Wolves up into eighth in the Premier League. I think as I said before recording, there's probably a lot of goals to go through, so we'll try and do it a bit differently with the Leicester breakdown this week. But I want to kind of talk about the winning goal at first. 93 minutes, Neves with the long ball, Jimenez with the pass across the box, Jota finishes at home. Glorious, glorious scenes. How did it all feel for you, gentlemen, for where you were when that ball went in? It was incredible. We've had so many of these limbs moments, as they uh, seem to be calling it, but that's the first time... Yeah, that's it. But this is the first time we've actually had one at home that, mm. you know, do or die that last second winner. So it was just fantastic. I think you felt so frustrated at being pulled level late in the yeah. game as well that it just gave you that extra bit of euphoria. It, you know, there was no way we should have lost that game. And I was honestly, I was fuming that Wes Morgan oh, had managed yeah. to pull it back. And then, but the, for then. Because they were a mess at the back all game, and you just you still felt like we might get another chance. I mm. think it was eighty seven mm. they scored on, you know, still you know a good five minutes left, and they they gave us every chance to score another goal, and lo and behold, it happened. We got it, we got it, Rich. Yeah, um, I think kind of touched on what Gully said about a minute before Jota scored. He had that chance where. It's actually quite similar where ball came over in the box and he kind of got sandwiched between two players and you know I thought is that the chance have we just missed it and sort of watched it, the game with um, some neutrals and saying should have gone down there you'd got a penalty if you went down there and by the time they'd finished explaining to me that Jota should have gotten down Neves picked up the ball and no one was around him which is always dangerous for the opposition to do. And just, yeah, that that moment where it just rolls across the box and Jota times his run perfectly because he has a 10-yard head start on the defender. Um, and just, ah, magnificent. It was so, I think what Andy touched on, it was so weird when we scored that goal to see everyone just lose their minds. You see that in the away end. You see everyone just jump on each other and hugging each other. But to see that in small pockets in different ways around the stage and where you were was just just fantastic. It was just it's just a nice way to win a game, isn't it? It would have been a bit boring if it was a 3-0 win. And yeah, thanks very much. I'll, I'll, I'll go have my lunch. You almost want to win a game that way every single week. No? Yeah. It's not the mm. same if you just have a comfortable 2-0 yeah. against Bournemouth. You know, yeah. control <laughs> well, we're so, way, we're, so but... like, we're so used to it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But you, you always give yourself a chance by having good players on a football pitch and we've got players who, who can pull rabbits out of hats and you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it later but Ruben Neves looked like he could he could pick out a man on the moon It was Saturday. masterful wasn't it that was Unbelievable Incredible It's so weird because we under Fosen and Nuno in these two, two years or two and a half years at the moment we've had so many unbelievable moments that you just think once the one is done that's it you're probably not going to see something for a while and then they just throw something else at you again and you just want you you almost want to crave more and more now that's right when when you look back to like maybe Mick McCarthy's tenure here mm-hmm. and through the was it seven years in the end 
Like there or thereabouts. Yeah, and there's a few moments you can pick out, but it's almost every week now that I, it's just something magical happening. I can't think of any, under McCarthy, many like last-minute winners in the same sort of... where you'd experience the same sort of jubilation. The nearest one I could think of, Premier League-wise, well... It'd be probably like when we beat West Ham and Zubar yeah. scored. Mm. But, you know, don't get me wrong, it was great when we beat Man U, when we beat Chelsea, Spurs as well. But that that sheer sense of jubilation of winning it at the, like, towards the end or just having that, you know, sheer euphoria. It was the context of the win, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's what happens mm. sometimes. I think with that game, we kind of all thought, that's it, we're we're done now, we're going to stay up. Yeah. Um, like with the the game against Blackburn as well, when we I know we lost, but Hunt's goal and the jubilation, knowing that we were probably yeah. going to stay out with that. But it just seems like just when you think we've kind of seen it all, and you think right, perhaps it will go quiet for a while now, they just throw something else out mm. the bag. I think what you find with this team is, if we go back to the McCarthy era in the Premier League, and we'd had a, a bad patch or a bad run, you had no expectancy that you might. You know, win the next game. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't feel like that. You know, even this season when we've you know run out of a bit of momentum, when we had that bad five out of six losses. You know, we've lost the last couple mm. quite convincingly. If you take out the Liverpool game, you know, they, this team has different gears. It has different. You know, it, it's yep. it's got. It can just switch mm-hmm. into gear yeah. when it needs to, when it really needs to, and it did that on Saturday. Yeah, I think I've kind of said before on the pod that will strike me of having to kind of really key things one they've got really high fitness levels you know to have players like Jota and Jimenez play the full 90 minutes work their socks off but be that switched on just to you know hit a sprint in the 90th minute and bust a gut to get there that's one thing but I also do just have a genuinely you know unrelenting belief that if the game's you know even or if there's only a goal in it they're, they're confident that they can they can get that goal against anyone, you know. So, you know, it was great. We we took our chances early in the game, and two 0 at half time, I think, was a relatively fair representation of both teams' performance. You know, Leicester had a couple of chances, so we had a couple extra ones. We kind of got sucker punched after half time, and you know, we managed to sort of pick ourselves up. We got the we got it up to three two, and you know, Leicester fought hard back and you've seen I've seen many teams crumble under that and you go the momentum shifts and like Leicester they come back from two goals down they've brought back another one the tide should have been in their favour but it wasn't Mm. because you know the players just had the belief that no it's fine we're not going to panic we're not going to change our game plan we're going to try and keep our foot on the ball we know that they're leaving pretty massive gaps at the back and sooner or later, we're going to exploit them. Well, I felt there was a certain um, a Man United under Sir Alex yeah. feel to all season, really, that we've never just rolled over. We've never thought, oh, we'll, mm. we'll take a draw because it's it's easier than it's trying fair. to, you know. And I think that's a in, real incredible attitude to have, especially as a newly promoted team, because that's what we are still at the end of the day. We uh, scored the most injury time goals this yeah. in the league. Yeah. 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 Amazing stuff. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. To say we'd never scored after the 90th minute in the Premier League before yeah. this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were some comments about Jota's goal, about whether it was offside. I know this is more of a long-standing debate about the offside rule we've got at the moment. Look, I don't really care. 
I don't really care. It went in at the end of the day. What do we feel about that rule, though? Should it be well, seen offside. as an own offside goal? <laughs> it wasn't offside. Well, exactly. There we go. Well, Debate yeah, done. It, yeah, it is. Okay. What I find straight, if you saw um, Rodriguez's goal last night for the shit, his foot was literally a yard closer to the goal than the, the other defender. Mm. He was technically offside, but he wasn't goal hanging or anything. Whereas Jota was pretty much yeah. being a bit lazy getting Andy, back. And you don't need to do this. No, I was going to say. <laughs> you I, just I, think this I, is just the most stupid argument. I, that... I, I'm so glad Andy's being that guy, so I don't have to be that guy for once. <laughs> it just shows that the offside rule is an absolute farce. Yeah, but fuck it, he was scored. I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. But yeah, we but, scored. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But do you want to get into the corner? Quadrant debate as well. Oh, no, you know, right, calm down, can Greg Alfred. <laughs> can go all day. Calm guys. down, Keezy. Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, Nuno celebration obviously came onto the pitch. Uh, you know, he very much came on the pitch very slightly uh, for the game. Got sent. <laughs> <up. laughs> you actually. No, the thing is, you actually saw him. He almost went on carefully. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like he dived on yeah. like you know a what? pylon. Or I, I think he panicked. He for almost second tiptoed a little bit because I. I think that was part of him. He wanted to jump on that pile. And be the big dog on top of a pile yeah. on. And then he got there and thought, I can't quite bring myself to do it now. And he lost all the momentum. You can't jump on a pile on at walking pace, can you? And he yeah. said, it's Someone saw me as if like <laughs> yeah. he, he'd snuck on in front of 30,000 people yeah. and possibly 20, 30 different camera angles <laughs> yeah. of it. Put on a moustache. Mr. Shrub. He's got to that point. In for a penny, in for a penny. Yeah. He should have been shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should have been in the South yeah. Bank. Yes. Like, uh, but, you know. Well, he was sent off in the end for it, and uh, the FA have given him an 8k fine for uh, that. Where do we see that kind of thing? Is it the case of, yeah, you should follow the letter of the law? Should there be perhaps a sense of common sense by referees where it's the last minute and given the occasion? Or has it got to be, that's the rules, it's a matter, it's one it's, second to go, that's what the rules are? It's, the rules are in place. Like, I. It would probably be a slightly different matter if a goal was like the North Bank end and he'd ran like past the, you know, the the, the away bench. I could understand that being a little bit obtrusive, mm. shall we say? But Nuno Nunes' rules were in place. He didn't have to run fifty yards to celebrate with the players. Personally, it's great to see. It's great passion. But as he came out afterwards and said, you know, yeah, I knew it was wrong. I just got a bit caught up in it. You take the fine. What intrigues me is who gets these fines? Is it what the back to the league? Does it go back to the league or like? I assume so. The the Mm. only thing I'd I'd personally like to see for something like that, it's not, you know, it's not a violent conduct. He's not, uh, you know, it's not foul and abusive language or anything like that. It's just. Excessive behaviour, excessive celebration, <laughs> excessive celebration. Um, you know, it would be nice to see something like that. Actually, that eight k go to charity rather than to, you know, into Mister Scudamore's, mm. you know, extensive bonus well, assignment uh, package. Eight and others, as yeah, as yeah. yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Is, is he still? Is he gone? Yeah. Oh well, he's he's gone, go, but they haven't got someone go, go to replace yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, like, I, didn't they have some like, was it some some new BBC that turned it down? Yeah, turned it down. Tim Davies or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, personally, I, for something like that, I'd like to see the fine go to something of 
value, but I don't think you can I have think any. there's uh, darker forces at play, and Nuno knows it, though. He he didn't really want to admit <laughs> that he thought it was a fine, and he'd broken the rules. Obviously, you remember last week, and he, mm. he said Willie yeah, Boyd, yeah. he never thought it was a red card. Yeah. Playing the game. Yeah, playing it? the game. Keep the media sweet, keep the referee yeah, sweet yeah, on, so yeah. like, it'll or, serve us well in the long run. Yeah. He gets these tactics spots on, doesn't Always, he? You know, on and off the pitch. He's, Ahead of the game. He's yeah. just a one-man PR machine, isn't it, when it comes to controlling the media? Honestly. He's, he's a messiah. Anything from... Really. He's a proper messiah. But Dave, out of curiosity, <laughs> did you donate to um, help cover Nuno's fine? Uh, no. Okay. Just wondering. Just wondering. <laughs> no. No. I would have done, but I had to pay for my dry cleaning that day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a lot of dry cleaning. We've <laughs> had a lot of washing. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the man of the game, Diogo Jota, uh, with his hat trick. The first uh, Premier League hat trick uh, for Wolves. The first top flight hat trick by Wolves players since John Richards in 1977, which which incidentally was also against Leicester. Um, it was his a second goal. Um, was Wolves' hundredth Premier League goal, and he was also the second Portuguese player to score a hat trick. Since in the Premier League, since Ronaldo, lots of stats out there, gentlemen. But Jota just transformed over the last few weeks. I know we've said on this podcast before. We talked a few weeks ago about whether we were concerned about whether he'd actually get to this level. Mm. Then we started to see the Jota we knew, maybe the the win against Chelsea. But all of a sudden, it's. I mean, you can just see Leicester could not handle him at all. Mm. On Saturday, that slight change in tactic, bringing yeah, him in a little bit more centrally, seems to have he l- he opened l- up his game yeah. to no ends. He looks a lot more comfortable playing slightly narrower, and also playing alongside Jimenez as well. And actually having mm. a two-man um, forward line ten- seems to sort of work nicely. For he both just seems to be revelling yeah. in it, doesn't he? I, I think that front pair. If I mean, if I was coming up against the, some of the forward lines we've had so far this season, say with Costa. Or Cavalero involved, even Traore, you almost get a feeling as a defender. You're gonna have periods in the game where you don't necessarily need to be so switched on. Whereas with Jota and Jimenez, you know mm. for a fact they they're not gonna switch off for ninety no, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And you could see, yeah, they were frightened to death of both of them. They're yep. so direct. Every time Jota picked up the ball, he was looking to run with it. He was throwing people to the ground and stuff. It was just, yeah. you know, him at his most fearsome kind of angry. He had a bit of a, a temper on him, mm. and you could see, and it brings the best out of him. You see those players, you know, almost like the Hulk, you know, you won't like them when they're yeah. angry. Yeah. And you don't like Jota when he's angry. He's no. unbelievable. But it's just his tenacity. Yeah. And yeah. His, I know Match of the Day talked about it, the desire of the players, and especially Jota, just especially that first goal, the yeah. space he makes up. To get around Simpson. Simpson's to, first favourite to win that ball, I think, yeah. all the way. He should yeah. be. Yeah. And even and you look at the match analysis. He's watching him. He's watching yeah. where he is, and then he just takes his eye off him. Jota comes round, yeah. basically toe pokes it in from distance, really. But it was just I from that moment a, you just thought, yeah, he's I in this that, game. That goal was really underrated in terms of you know the ball in by Matinho. It looks like impeccable. Like, Exactly where you want it, in line with the six-yard box. Difficult to know where the goalie should come out for it. And John's finish. That's a difficult yeah. one to place, isn't it? It's like, Simpsons. Really stretching. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Do you Simpsons. go with your head? Do you Simpsons. go with your yeah. foot? Looking and... over his shoulder like he's in a dark alley somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Jotter hunting him down. <laughs> but it was, was it Matinho as well who had the cross near the end where Jotter headed it? 
Jimenez run down yeah. the wing. Yeah. Oh, it was a Jimenez. Oh, he yeah. stood it right up on, on his head. Yeah, because like, Jimenez played a part for the goal, didn't he? Because he was the one who fed through Martinho. And, yeah. Like, I remember when we were watching it, Like we had the corner, it got cleared, and it looked like that Leicester were trying to break. Yeah. And for a second, you were like, oh, hang on, what's going to happen here? And just all of a sudden, Donk comes back. Big Donk. Oh, I tell you what, oh. he... He might be one of my favourite Wolves players at the moment. Does I, thought, I literally yeah. thought you were going to say all time then. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when I'm next on. Um, just like, just to win it, nick it back, and all of a sudden, like, we went from it being like a four on three to then exactly the same, the opposite way round. And yeah. Well, we've got, we've got a loving for some players. Oh, Noted good. on the agenda. Oh, good. Don't worry. I just want to finish off the, the jot a bit. Just that. It's, it's. I hate saying it's like a new signing, but in some ways, because the system we're playing, it does feel like we've got a player who is just adding the goals. Now, remember the start of the season, they were talking about how our wide players weren't contributing anything given yeah. to last season, mm. and now Jota's racking it up. There, wasn't there a stat, oddly as well, today that Jimenez is only five goals away from having the most Premier League goals for a Wolves player? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as in, as in like yeah, season or no, from in, all time. in the Premier League because in, in all times the Premier League, Fletch got eleven, 11 I think, yeah. in a whole season. In a whole season, well, yeah, did, yeah, because yeah, we had, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Was it whole but, season? Was it like literally all together in there? Well, we only had Fletcher for one year oh, in the Premier okay, League. Yeah. No, two. Was it two? We had two, yeah. and he got we into had, double figures both times. But, but I mean, we had Doyle for three seasons, and he wasn't prolific. Yeah. So it might be for what? Yeah, for yeah, for, what, it'll be for, for a single season. season. Yeah. But still, yeah. him and his, yeah. you could see him. And his I mean, we were rubbish back then. Yeah, but just take the stats. I've got a page of them here. Right, let's let's. I just want to talk about the goals conceded because obviously, yes, we would. And it's great to forget about it, but we still conceded three goals. Is there anything we can learn from those three, from Damari Gray's, from Barnes's, from Morgan's? Because the Morgan one infuriates me the most. Three play- I know he's a, a, a bulky guy, but three players on Morgan. It was also a great free kick. I yeah. 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 Again, like, yeah. you know, he's, he's put the ball in. The pace on it. Yeah. The pace on it kills you. There. It's like right on yeah. the edge of a six-yard box. You know, you could argue Patricio could have come out. He's a bit rooted. The only player that would have come for that is Matt Murray. And he, that he, was Matt Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt Murray would have cleared the penalty <laughs> box out. Yeah. I, I was disappointed with the first goal. Um, and I thought Bennett had a great game. Apart from there was a bit of a schoolboy by letting the ball bounce. <laughs> and it just allowed Vardy to kind of nick it in. Then you know it's then a Sace from there. Then, well, yeah, the Sace, the Sace he didn't, he didn't dive in. No, yeah, the Sace dives in slightly Show him too wide. earlier, Show him which wide. leaves Cody exposed because he's yeah. a step behind. It was actually a decent finish having watched it back. Mm. Yeah. But- you know, just show him why. Don't give him give him something to beat rather than you know just lying yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. that 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 was disappointing. Like, it didn't, can't it take did all any, come from Bennett. Yeah. to be honest, like though, you, yeah. you can't take anything away from Gray's finish because he is a bit wide, but he still beat. You know, he still found the bottom corner. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of little flaws in that. Mm. Second one was a bit of a. It was just scrappy. I think it was just unlucky, yeah. wasn't it? Because yeah. you could see from the replay, it's going wide. It's curling yeah. wide and it just hits. You know, like, Jot, Jot goes down... Not Jota. Johnny. Uh, Johnny um, goes down slightly easy. Like, we could have done a bit better clearing our lines, but even before that, we were struggling to get a foot on the ball and, you know, get it clear. We, and just momentum wasn't with us. Even despite the goal, forget the fact we conceded too many chances I think anyway mm. you know especially second half of the first half 
they we got up to two nil and we just we started cruising a little yeah. bit. Mm. They there's they still have some dangerous players on that yeah. pitch. You know, Demari Gray is a good player. I like really like Ricardo. Uh, yeah. Right yep, yep. Obviously Jamie mm. Vardy, Jamie Vardy, and Rui Patricio clearly mm. didn't think it was Jamie Vardy closing him down because <laughs> you know he wouldn't have been relaxing oh. like he did if he did um, in that first half. So we took our foot off the gas. Whether yeah we can use the Bolly excuse, but I think that's too simple. No. You know the players that come in more than good enough to to not concede three goals. I, was at say, home. I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't think we conceded three goals because we didn't have. Bolly on the pitch. Yes, yeah. well, that was going to be my next question. Like, yeah. did, did we feel we missed Bolly? We, we always miss we, him. We did, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I felt we looked really unbalanced having Sace there. Yeah. I don't I, know I, why, but it just didn't. I didn't think Sace was bad. It wasn't just yeah. having Sace, it was missing Johnny on the left as well. Yeah. Probably. Because yeah. he's just a bit sturdier and a bit more solid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Vinagra's I, defensive capabilities are a bit iffy. Yeah. I, was, I was surprised he kind of dropped Doherty and, you know, switched Johnny over, considering that. We're playing a slightly weaker you know, player in Sace at left centre half and volley. Would you not want to have a more sturdy defensive well, player? Or then you look like, at was he trying to just push it forward with the You look at Leicester more? and their left side with Chilwell yeah. going forward is a lot stronger than their right side with Simpson. I thought Danny mm. Simpson was awful. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I but Chilwell is a bit of a threat down yeah. that flank. I didn't realise Simpson was still playing for Leicester. Yeah. I, yeah, think I think it was, was like his first league hasn't played much at all. We tried to get him, didn't we, on the last day of the season when the Zinchenko deal? Oh, yeah. That was in well, the, I think yeah. there was yeah. a rumour, yeah. yeah. There was a rumour. Uh, yeah, oh. so how times have changed. Yeah. How times have changed. Uh, let's do... So, actually, no, what I was going to say was... When we were tuning up and Jota misses that head end, I think we had another chance around yeah. then. I, I remember saying to you at half time, yeah. we should have killed that game off. Yeah. And as soon as that goal went in for Leicester to start of the second half, I was like, uh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> we know what's coming here. Uh, but to matter, we won. Who cares? We won. We won. Uh, I want to talk about notable performances and some of the lovings we need to have for certain players of that game. Uh, Mr. Ruben Neves, which we touched on at the start of the podcast, <laughs> just felt like, apart not just the two assists he made, which general play just mm. felt like we had Nevers back, but also why Leicester gave him all that space. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that would be my <laughs> thing. Like you can't take anything wrong with his contributions to two of those goals and some of his all-round play. At the same time, though, he struggled this season when he's had players kind of very much on top of him, and you know to be afforded that amount of space. I think it helped that at least one but of the Leicester players have picked in a, up in a way, or th- oh, he's just learning and he's picking the yeah. space up. I think Leicester's midfield, especially with Ndidi, they had yeah. the kind of player who you thought would, if you look at the players he struggled against, like really, Kapu, yeah. Dukure, um, Sissoko, and Hojlovic, yeah. like you know, it's yeah, really yeah. Players who have... that's the kind of player you'd expect to really try and get into him. But mm. it's like there wasn't that kind of directive, or whether having the extra man, having Dendonka yeah. in there, just um, you know, protects him a little bit. And he can just play away from... Yeah, um, yeah I think he does. I mean, he struggled as part of a, a two when we played against a three-man midfield. Yeah. So I think that definitely helped by having Moutinho and Dendonka yeah. in there to take some of the work off him. Mm. But it was just both. I, I can't tell which, which ball's better. You know, the one for Jota's second or the one for Jota's third. The yeah. lob or the, the, you know, the, the, the kind of the lobbing pass to the wing to Jimenez. I mean, the, for, the, so for the fourth both ball, of them. I thought that both of the Leicester defenders had got it. Oh, he's got that. No, it's gone through him. He's no. Well, you could see Chill was just Chill just perfect. lost it. Like he got his body position all wrong because yeah. of the way Neves hit it. It completely bamboozled him, and 
by the time he'd sort of turned round, Neves is on the uh, no, not, Jimenez is on the edge of the box, but you know, you knew Neves was up for it when just before our first goal, because he was the one who won the corner with that sublime strike. Oh, that was, you know, yeah. just again they just gave him the space to if, if you, if you yeah. can like give him a wrong ball twenty five <laughs> yards out, it's just like yeah, just That's good a luck. Training session, next <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we talked about Dendonka, of course. Who, I, you know, again, I just thought he had another great game. He's, he. He could be making that his own now. He's yeah. an absolute machine. He's yeah, action man. Yeah, he's action man. Where was he at the start of the season? I reckon he did a triathlon on Sunday. I, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I, I, how did I describe him to you, Dave? I said that... A sex machine, I think you called yeah, it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was after the fourth goal. <laughs> no, I think I said um, he's a great player, but is it me or does he look like a werewolf from Twilight? He's got that team. Like, he's got such a fre- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it like he's such a, fresh he's face, such a yeah. big guy yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But he's got like this weird young face and a strange um, running style. Yeah, I can't get yeah. used to. But you're, he's also still pretty mobile at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like I don't know how it all yeah. comes together. And like you think, oh, he's going to be quite lumbersome, but he's quite he's quick off the mark. Much, he's very unconventional as a footballer, but yeah. he looks as comfortable in, in the middle as he does at the yeah. back as well. Yeah. You know, kind of this weird jack of all trades that he's almost like a number of players combined in some yeah. way it's like yeah. you've, you've taken different bits of different players he's got like Dave Edwards engine with I don't know Carl Henry's kind of you know, attacking <laughs> ability it's like just a, a weird component parts kind yeah. of player but like, but... He, even good going forward as well which wasn't something I thought he had part of his game but you know he was he was the one who was breaking those lines yeah. and he's that... all, he takes safe options with his passes generally speaking yeah. but He's always tidy. He always seems mm. to make a, a safe decision. Yeah. And he's just so smooth with his... Yeah. The, the way he moves right. and the way he passes everything. Yeah. It's just smooth. It just seems you know, to work so it's easy. Almost like, it's yeah. tireless where the way he does it. It's, it's almost like he's like pushing the opposition back just to give Neves that extra couple of yards. He's like yeah. just being an absolute blocker. But one of the things sort of I noticed is my biggest criticism of Patricio is that all his kicks go out to Doherty and half the time they go out of play. Because he didn't have Doherty, his kicks were a bit more central, and he had someone big to to aim at in Dendonka, and I think that kind of helped, especially in the first half, having someone again, just someone who's bigger, like yes, yeah, I mean you know, Doherty's not small, but no, he's not but exactly just a someone, giant. Just having someone who can compete in the middle of the park for Does the make ball, a big difference. Yeah, it was a huge impact. Um, you know, just the way he was nicking the ball back as well. Like, Where was he at the start of the season though? It took him to what Spurs to really <laughs> yeah. get out a run, and then all of a sudden we're talking about him. Oh yeah, he's a really good player. Uh, Matinho again got an assist, but just can't believe we've got such a man. He's a goddamn genius. Yeah. He's just incredible. He's still on slightly under the radar, I think, alongside Neves and mm. Dendonka, just because he felt like they had more yeah. headline grabbing performances. Mm. Yeah. But he's still played. And it's bad to say that of Son who got two assists, yeah. and we're going, yeah, but his other two centre midfielders, oh, they were great. <laughs> but that's how got good our midfield was. Yeah, we, we sort of expect it from Matinho now, yeah, because yeah. he's just so good all the time. He's so I, majestic. He can do whatever he wants, and he's just always brilliant. Yeah. Um, I thought Jimenez as well, just link up play with Jota. He's worth the thirty million for me. Yeah, Surely. easily. He's so easily. You know, selfless in everything that he does. Yeah, you know, it, it's weird. Do, did he ever have a, a chance? Really, I was just in the thinking game? about. It. I didn't really he really didn't come close to scoring, but he still had but, such an impact. No, he, he laid on about three. For no, Jota. he did. That was the one after Jota. I think when I think the ball was a bit too ahead of him. He had a shot mm. against Schmeichel. It was yeah. just a bit weak. 
It was on his power. left. I think yeah, he kept yeah. trying to get back onto his oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So but he had that one. But, yeah, apart from that, really had no g- chances on near goal. You go back to the start of the season. How many games can you count where he's not had an impact on the game? Yeah. But, you know, probably yeah. on one on one hand. And he's played, what, every single, you know, in probably, he came yeah, on. Yeah. He yeah. came on against Chelsea. Newcastle, I think, yeah. away. Um, but other than that, he's played in every single game. Yeah. And you can't ask more than that. Even the winning goal... I've seen players like if we'd have put on Troy let's say um, and Nevers had fed the ball into that position I don't think Troy or even probably Cav would have squared it sort of second touch to mm. um, Jota it was instant they're heading, yeah. heading for the it's, goal for a shot it aren't was they? you know um, you could be critical of him for that but it was almost like he picked right how how is the best way for us to get a goal here is it through me taking a touch inside and me going across the goal himself or square it to the guy? And like, you know, that selflessness basically won us the game. Um, Bennett obviously got the other goal as well in all the mix. First British player to score for Wolves this season. Good lad. Which is a nice, nice little stat. It's also his first Premier League goal in five years, nearly to the weekend, in a 1-0 win for Norwich over Hull. Uh, it, apart from that one bit for oh. Gray's goal, again... Doing well, you know. I've, I've seen him play much better this yeah. season. I've got to say, I, can't. I think part of the problem was I don't think Johnny had a great game. Yeah, I think he was doing a lot of mopping up for him. Mm, if yeah. I'm honest, yeah. I mean, it was a slightly different defensive shape that we're not mm. used to. So, kind of caveat that, but it was the pick of the three, though. Yeah, do you think yeah. Cody, for me? Yeah. I didn't Cody think, wasn't I didn't great. Think, no, I don't right. think. I don't think Cody's. It's going to sound quite harsh now. I don't think he's had a great run of form compared to what we've seen from Cody. I think he's been a bit quiet. And, mm. you know, like, I, you know, I know, did it go technically go down as an own goal for him? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I know, like, he had for one against Man City, and there's been a couple of them this season. And there's only so many. Yeah. You can mm. say eventually that's it starts being a coincidence. And it's like, mm. you've got to learn how to try and block, <laughs> block the yeah, shots properly. A bit better. Because uh, it always seems to go through his legs as well. Does it? Yeah. There was the one at uh, Watford where he yeah. shot from distance. That went yeah. straight through yeah. his legs yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, you've got this image of Cody where he's, you know, he's solid, yeah. he's brave, he's a bit of a leader and a warrior, but. Yeah, I mean those instances, you could probably do a bit more. I might. Yeah. It, it's gonna. Yeah. It sounds really hard. And, and part of me thinks I don't want to make him really knock his confidence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's only so many times you can get a known goal and you think, oh shit, is it me? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, and it starts yes. to play in your mind. Maybe take, take, you know, take some stock in. <laughs> it's like it's, we've you know, got to we've got to get him on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> come on. You know, it's like the same as like John Terry, like conceded quite a lot of own goals because his job in the team was to throw himself in front of everything and. Some of the time, he's going to, you know, block the ball and it'll go out through a corner. Sometimes it's just going to flick off him. But, yeah, I don't know, like, last couple of, you know, probably... Last Since month. turn of the year. Yeah, it's, it's just... been a few weeks, he's just yeah, not Yeah, like, his pass... And, you know, the game was pretty scrappy overall, to be fair. No team really could kind of properly dominate possession. But, you know, he wasn't sort of spraying it about like we've seen him do. What do we think of a Doc getting dropped at the start of the game? Because that was a bit of a surprise going into it. Probably wouldn't expect that. Uh, Vinagra and Johnny, obviously... On the wing backs, what do we think? Is that do you think that was maybe a? I don't know whether was there a question about that afterwards to Nuno? Was was it just that? Oh, he said he just decided not to because we won. Play? There was no real questioning. No, <laughs> no uh, true. Yeah, yeah. So it just you know we always say you know well, we need cover at right back. We you know you got to give Doc a rest, but then when we do, you know we still, we still <laughs> think 
Why have you done that? But, <laughs> yeah. You know, if it is as simple as just giving him a bit of a break, fine. There's no, yeah. no real arguments with that. We had, what, Ryan Giles on the bench as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we had cover on both sides. It's, I, I think Nuno likes working with quite a tight, small squad. Mm. So he needs to, you know, take that, take his opportunities when he can. And I still think it, there was something tactical about it with Chilwell on that side and trying to get Vinagre. We, we've spoken about having Vinagre in the side against some of these other teams who are going to sit back and mm. using him as a bit more of an offensive option. Yeah. And you could see he was happy to let Vinagre have yep. the run of the left yeah, flank. Yep. He was pushing on plenty. Is there any other notable performances uh, the weekend? Or would you like to do the old champagne around the match, gentlemen? I'm trying to think if there's anyone we haven't talked about. Patricio didn't really do much apart from... I, heard, I, I was hearing mixed stuff about Patricio after the game, I just mean, about his general... I know we've got it before, distribution, and could he have done better with some of the things, and obviously the, the bit at the start with Vardy. I mean, if you, I've got mm, no problem with him still. I, I, I don't know say, why I, you would I, question him. I, I saw Ruddy do relatively similar things where the ball kind of gets lost between his feet last season, and we play it out, and it's fine. And you know, Similar to the defence, like, if you concede three goals... You're still gonna have a look inwards, no matter what the score is. Um, I think you still feel comfortable with him in goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you I think think he's if, very divisive, though. There are some people who absolutely mm. hate him. But if if the worst thing that is ever gonna happen is his goal kicks go out of play, yeah, yeah, and you every time the ball flies towards your own goal, you feel pretty safe that he's gonna make a save. I think I know what I'd rather have. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All if, day, yeah, yeah. And honestly speaking. You know, when we were playing City the other day, um, they having they had a load of shots from from distance. But I see what you mean. Every time that the ball came to goal, you just thought, yeah, fine. Yeah, mm. yeah. honestly, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, he's in such good positions all the time. He makes everything look really easy. Yeah. He's not like doing Spironi esque playing. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have to, yeah, no, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like defenders that make last ditch tackles. Oh, they're only no. doing it because they're in a bad in the wrong position. Yeah. 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 Uh, champagne when the match, gentlemen, to finish this bit off. Then who are you going to give your champagne and your caviar to Rich? Jota. God, he's got a hat trick. It's got to be Jota. Oh, they? I've, got, I've got to go Neves. Yeah. Go Neves. Yeah, majestic. It's a tough choice, really, but yeah. I think if you score a hat trick, it's, yeah, it's Jota. Yeah, I'm going to give it Jota as well. Why not? It's got a hat trick. Not every day is it you see a hat trick in the Premier League. Not every day. Right. Uh, we're going to do transfer rumours and we're going to talk about Shrewsbury and other stuff after this. Welcome back to the show. Right, we're going to do transfer rumours. Oh, $20. I wanted a peanut. $20 can buy many peanuts. Explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Uh, it's January, everybody, as we all know. The days are ticking down, and of that course means it's transfer rumours. Dave's got his gossip column. I've got my gossip column right here. I've got on my sources. I've got my ITKs. Was it an Electricians Weekly? Or... It was, actually, this week. It was. Uh, let's just do some ones that we, we obviously know of. Bright gone out on loan to Coventry, which I think happened in between podcasts last time. It's one of these players that you just, you know, you... you He's got the skill, isn't he? He just can't seem to transfer it sometimes at the higher level. There's a reason why he's in League One now. Because if mm-hmm. he had any consistency, he'd probably be in our squad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Burgoyne on loan to Falkirk for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, he needs to get some minutes under his belt, mm. so see where he can progress. Or, or you know, think for full Kirk, but sometimes I do think. I mean, it's mad because he was yeah. supposed to play first half of the season at Plymouth. Well, so that's right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right at the bottom of the UK, and now he's up in Scotland. I'll be racking up the miles. <laughs> yeah. He's known to have a you know a bit of a big mouth, hasn't he? Maybe they're all just yeah. sick and tired just, of him. Send him as far away as possible. Um, right, rumours that I offer with Celtic, uh, which came up a couple of days ago. You know, I offer, funnily enough, still a registered Premier League player for Wolves. What's happened? I know we've we've probably talked about it before. What has happened to Iorfa? He's fucking awful. Isn't <laughs> he? <laughs> he, would we get any money for him because of his age? Does he fall? Because we've bought because uh, he's an academy and product. And I think you, you, there's a, like I a tribunal for you. I think you still, you still get tribunal. It'll be minimal. Yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But Just be happy to see him go. To be honest, but he, you know we we're quite short with the back. And they still put Max Kilman and Ryan Giles on the bench yeah. ahead of him. And he's it's a race to play, isn't there, there must be <laughs> yeah. like there must be a reason. Yeah, for that. I think so. You know, he's clearly got all the physical attributes. Um, there must be just something mentally that he's just held him back from really pushing on from that opening. You know. Six seven months. It was like West Ham link, wasn't it? It was the yeah. West Ham link. Yeah. He's going to do that thing that Lee Naylor did though when he left and went to Celtic. <laughs> oh, played in the Champions League against <laughs> Messi. Nearly got in the England squad as well. Yeah, he's playing against. He's play, yeah. They've had some shit off us over the years, <laughs> haven't they? Yeah, but we also got Charlie Moore grew off them. So didn't he go back to them? Yeah, after us. Yeah. yeah. Right, you ready for this, gents? It's that moment we look forward to every week. Can I pronounce players' names right? And this is the first one where it could be either way, and I don't care which one's right or wrong. <laughs> I think next next week we just slip in a fake player name. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Like, you Do you know, know, just start made up That's like a good idea. FM region. See, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see if Dave takes a bait. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Titty. Yeah. We're all nodding. Good. It oh could be yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Titty, the uh, defender from Lyon, which. I think I think you even put in the the group yeah. FM football manager starless football manager legend yeah, yeah. so we, we we're going for a yes Gully knows who that was oh yes Andy did you know who that was I have heard the name from FM but I've never seen him play I've got no knowledge of him Richard did you know who that was same boat as Andy I've heard the name giggled at it seen <laughs> seen <laughs> see, see that he's a fullback for Leon he's which from is usually Ajax a... total football. <laughs> You can play anywhere. Yeah, you know, you're just selling us for truth now. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's all the knowledge we can give you on, uh, on Kenny. Uh, Stanislas Lobotka from Celta Vigo, midfielder. Do we know this player, Andy? Not a clue. Gully. He's a poor man's Matinia. Oh, look at him with his little he's, he's knowledge. Re- diminutive little central midfield. I have to say, I've watched it. I think it was Slovakia he plays for. Yeah, he's yeah. Slovakia. I watched watch him play against England before. He's tidy, he's decent on the ball, but... You're not going to get more out of him than you're getting from Matinho, and he's, he's probably not even that young anymore either. So. And 26 mil was the the rumored fee, which seems a lot. Rich, did you know who, who this was? Games gone. Um, <laughs> slightly. So I knew he was Slovakian. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing him play against England, but you know, you're never going to be like the main player for Slovakia when they've got Mark Hamzik still. So again, I don't quite know what he'd bring to the table. And I, you know, we're at a weird point with our midfield. It's like, well, you need to really up it. To, yeah, to yeah. If he's no better than what we've already got, I wouldn't. No. You know, see the point. Well, Nuno said he only wants to bring in someone special, doesn't exactly. he? That means special name. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's got to be a special name. <laughs> um, Jean Kevin Augustin 
from Leipzig. Forward. Had you heard that name before? <laughs> Only on FM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodly. I've seen him on Showboat on Soccer AM a couple of times. Oh. He was like a PSG prodigy at one point. But then Leipzig done their thing where they sign all like these kids from all over Europe and turn them half decent. Rich, had you heard of him before? Yeah. Only from video games. That's <laughs> where <laughs> so all our knowledge yeah. is from, video games. Like but a he's, a, he's a striker, yeah. which is you know what yeah, we are kind of looking for. After. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Che Adams from Birmingham, oh, of course. Oh God, yeah. uh, well, the story here was that we'd sent scouts to watch him the other day, which I'm sure <laughs> other scouts from other teams had gone to him. Would that interest you at all, Adams from Birmingham? The few games I've seen of him, he's tenacious and everything, but I don't really see how he fits in our team. I'm, if I'm honest. Majorly skeptical of anyone who's prolific in this championship season yeah. because yeah. it's not a good league right now, honestly. Billy Sharp is like up there with top yeah. scorer, yeah. Like, is he? Like, are we going to take him? Might <laughs> yeah. as well. We should have had him when we had Andy Keogh. That's yeah. we should have had him. You know, brought the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's obviously a week left to go of the transfer window, or just over a week left to go. Very quiet, isn't it, really, on the wall through, as as of recording. Do we think anything's going to happen walls-wise? Do you think anyone's actually... we probably see some people go out, maybe more mm. like I offer on loan and maybe a couple of others. We've done our under-23 signings. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Blitz them, haven't yeah. we? have forgotten to mention those, Dave. <sighs> if, it's not, if it's not main squad, don't Ed care. Ed Francis. What, what are they, have they got good names? Ed Francis. It's not David, David Wang, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not David Wang, you're right. So it's one of those kind of names, I'll mention it. <laughs> Nothing else. You know, I just thought with the Che Adams, we sent scout a scout or scouts to watch him. Apparently, how do they know that they are watching that one player on a twenty, you know, with twenty-two players on the pitch? I think it's called papers, isn't it? Like, process yeah. of elimination. Yeah, yeah like I, I know, like maybe there's some other. I don't know who they're playing that game. There might be one of a half decent player there. I think it's sure must be probably quite chance. well known. We might be looking for a yeah. backup fullback, yeah. maybe a centre back, and probably a striker. A striker. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you, you rule out all the other positions on the pitch, so, and then you leave that you got their <laughs> yeah. players left. I mean, the only one was um, I think uh, Bauer from Stoke, but now they've got a new manager. I wonder yeah. if that's just going to yeah. you know die a bit of a death. Well, we'll Q was signing five players after this podcast. Yeah. That's how it always happens, uh, right, gentlemen? It's the magic of the cup. It is back. FA Cup fourth round weekend, and it's a little little derby against Shrewsbury. Uh, this weekend, and it is the return of probably the two nicest people in football, <coughs> Sam Ricketts and Dave Edwards. I am up for the cup. Are the two nice men going to be two, the two nasty men this weekend, Andy? Probably not, to be honest. I, I don't know a great deal about how Shrewsbury have been doing this season, to be honest. I know they had a good run last year and it died off, but... I'd be surprised if they brought much to the table in this game. Well, Sam Ricketts is their manager. At least David, has, is he playing for them? Has he even he, played for he them? He had an injury, but I think he had an injury when he left Reading. Mm. So I'm, I'm not even sure if he's actually made his debut yet. But if anybody was made to not celebrate after scoring a goal, <laughs> yeah, it's David. He will go <laughs> to every Wolves fan and shake their hands yeah. and apologise. <laughs> and apologise. <laughs> yeah. I think he would, to be honest. Because yeah. it's Shrewsbury's it's home home change yeah. it's his home boy oh, no. it's going to be that whole arms aloft oh. head down <laughs> head bowed when he's stuck when he's stuck yeah. in the fourth yeah. or he's going to 
shove it in Nuno's face for dropping him after the Southampton <laughs> Cup win in, in his first season. Uh, well, Shrewsbury got to the fourth round. They beat Stoke in their replay at the Britannia Stadium. They were 2-0 down with 20 minutes to go and fall back to win 3-2. Uh, could there be an upset on the cards here for Shrewsbury? Is it set up with a couple of ex-players and how nice they are and how Shrewsbury will be probably more up for it because at home it's a sell-out crowd that they could up the odds. I can't imagine that Nuno would be as gung-ho as some other managers can be in, in this situation. But there's always that possibility. I would, just, I would be very surprised if it was that one for us. Is it? We're playing Tuesday against West Ham. Yes, yes. And I think, did I read somewhere that he was a bit annoyed that of the closeness of those games? Like he may have wanted to try and move the Shrewsbury game? Mm. I think they wanted to move it. He wanted to have the Shrewsbury game on Friday to give them an extra day. But I think West Ham are playing on the, like, I think they've got like a later kickoff on the Friday or something. So I think both teams are... We're not Mm. travelling that far. I can understand preparation, but it's not like we're going to another part of the the country to to play the game. We're, We're just literally... 30 miles away well, maybe that tells you that he still wants to put out a strong side yeah. you, you yeah. never know because it was a strong side against Liverpool I know it was Liverpool and you know it's kind of justified if you want to get a result against them you're going to have to put a decent yeah. side out but with Shrewsbury it's interesting for me because some of the players that would not have necessarily been considered part of the second string earlier on in the season will now be part of that conversation mm. if yeah. you talk, think about someone like Helder Costa Cav you know, players who you know had a real shout of starting Premier League games almost need minutes yep. in, in a way. Um, Troy Ray will obviously be part of that reckoning, and you just wonder you know, away from home at Shrewsbury what kind of appetite someone like Costa has. Mm. You know, he hasn't looked like he's he's been at it for a while now, um, and whether that plays into Shrewsbury's hands because um, this is a chance for some players for new to say right, this is a chance for you to not only get minutes but. Give me a bit of a thinking, yeah. you know. Give mm. me a bit of a headache. Go out there and have a good game. I mean, but I can see what Gully's saying is, in the cup away, how many of them will be thinking, how much am I up for this when there's another game on Tuesday? But you might be able to play your way into contention. There's only yeah. one way yeah. to do it: is you mm. go out, you play well, you know, you give your manager a headache. Yeah, I mean that's basically what Dendonk has done, yeah. isn't it? Essentially, yeah. Um, Could we see then a bit of a change in formation and Cav Costa Troy up front? Because that's a tasty front three yeah, for I a game against Shrewsbury. It is, but then I think he'll want to play Morgan Gibbs White, and he probably won't want to play him in that deeper uh, midfield role mm. either. So then, how you know where do you where do you fit him in? Mm. See, um, I thought he might have put him in the the deeper role, yeah, purely yeah, to let those three do as they please. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it working because I think he played Gibbs White and Sace in a midfield two in one of the cup games. Leicester played, at home, yeah, and yeah. he played. You know, he played um, Young Elliot Watt as well against oh, yeah, Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm. Um, but it. Nuno doesn't really like to change much of, you know, he doesn't like to change the back three unless he needs to. So I can still see Cody and Bennett starting because we don't really have a hell of a lot of cover unless mm. he wants to try and give someone like Kilman a, a run out. I don't think, I might live to regret this now, I don't think that um, like Giles will start. I think he'll probably continue with Vinagre and keep him fresh. Is this a game that Bolly can play? No, no, no. So it's just the West Ham game then after that, and he's back for Everton. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all right then. 
That's all right. <laughs> I just I, I, I read somewhere yeah. that it was the league games he was out for, yeah. and so I thought, mm. oh, maybe you could actually at least have some minutes against the. Uh, this against is it. this is where I offer comes in, isn't it? This is what he oh, came. Do you reckon he was registered for? <laughs> this is what it's all about. Now, Didn't he go on loan to Shrewsbury at one point as well? Yeah, he started so, he, before he played a game for Wolves. He was at yeah. Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, there's another homecoming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of a one-month pony. Everyone forgot that headline. Yeah. Honestly. You'll never guess Wolf, which Wolf Wolfman returns to spiritual home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. The magic of the cup. Could be a fifth-round gentleman. The dizzy heights of a fifth-round, potentially. When was the last time we got to the fifth round? Well, uh, well Chelsea, years Chelsea. Ago. Chelsea. Oh, of course yeah, it was, yeah. Got yeah. To George Savile in that sixth round we got He to. bottled it, didn't he? Yeah, George Savile. Bastard. <laughs> um, that's all I've got to say, really, for Shrewsbury. It would be nice to have a cup run, though, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, 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 growing up in the 90s, we, we have obviously, you know, been... We had the used phase. to it, you yeah. know. Almost, mm. it's it's. We had so many kind of moments in the FA. A few Cup, giant killings, didn't you know? And then we had Steve Claridge and Robbie Slater. So, you know, yeah. that was the. Let's, I want to be let down again. <laughs> 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 oh, so gentlemen, uh, Shrewsbury away in the FA Cup fourth round. What are you going to? What do you got telling you right now for predictions for that game, Andy? What do you got telling you? Shrewsbury Wolves FA Cup, the magic of the cup. I baby. think we'll win. 3-1. 3-1 mm. win. Gully? I think Troy is going to run all over him and we're going to win 2-0. 2-0 from mm. Gully. 2-0 as well. 2-0 as well. 3-0. Why not? <laughs> Why the not? Why not? Cup. <laughs> Who would like a Wolves-Shrewsbury related quiz? Oh, yes. I'll break my duck today. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> I promise you. Get you, you get, what, what, get you win? Yes. I'm still on zero. How okay. are you still on zero? I don't know. Look, I need to get <laughs> Dan joint top of the I feel league, like Dan so. like tailors his questions to me almost. Well, I, I messaged Dan this week saying like, "Good luck with this quiz." I was thinking, "How is he going to do this?" But he's done the quiz. He has done. He's done his. Of course, he's done his homework. <laughs> uh, so it's the Shrewsbury versus Walls quiz. Here we go. Shrewsbury born and Molyneux loved Jack Price, who presume might would he still be around if America hasn't started their season? Oh, yeah. Could be there in the might stands. Be I think oh, in the home just, end of the away. Yeah. <laughs> are they back in training now? Because I, I saw he can take the weekend. Yeah, because yeah. I saw Tim Howard just saying that he's um, back in training. Yeah. It's his last season. He's, he's retiring. Play- oh, I was going to say. Yeah, this is going to be his last season. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jack Price wears what number shirt for Colorado Rapids? What number shirt does Jack Nori Price wear for Colorado Rapids? I think. Gully's going there first. It's 19. He's going for 19. I had 19 in my head as well, but I can't remember if that's when he wore at Wolves, but I'll go 19. 19. That is what he wore at Wolves, so I'm going to go with 8, just because. <sighs> Don't go with 8, Andy. It was 19. Oh. Gullian Rich off the mark. In the 2017-2018 season, what Wolves player went on loan to Shrewsbury? So, last season, I think that was. Think uh, who went on loan to Shrewsbury yeah. from Wolves? I'll rich and Gully first. keeping it close to their I was going to say, I don't want... After you, Rich. I'll go. <laughs> Niall Ennis. Niall Ennis is one. Yeah, Niall Ennis. Ennis. Yeah. Didn't he, he break his leg while he was yeah, there? Yeah, he broke yeah. his leg. We were like about Back on fire, though, for the under-23. Mm. Yeah, you can uh, see him start. Oh, Again, he, he another could, return. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, honestly, the story is just keep. <laughs> this is a journalist's dream. Get, yeah. Ben, get, get all this down. <laughs> You'll never guess which Wolves players are going to return in one of those. Uh, so next one. What is the middle name of former Wolves and current Shrewsbury manager Sam Ricketts? 
This is where Dan steps up the game. You thought it was easy. Dan. You thought it was easy, and Dan just oh, that 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 question dagger right in the back. Andy, straight to you first with the question dagger. Well, he's Welsh. I'm going to go with David. David, it's a great name. Where are we supposed to have like read this information? Surely he's come across this at some point. We all do our research before the podcast. I'm sure you've done your research. <laughs> You've knocked oh, on Mrs. Ricketts' door. Excuse me, Mrs. Ricketts. What's your son's middle name? <laughs> Just ignore me. I'm going off your property now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Gully, what are you going for? He's named after the famous Michael Ricketts, isn't he? So Samuel gonna... Michael Ricketts. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> or Rowan. Is it Rowan? Who knows? No, no. We're going Michael. Michael. <laughs> so we've got David, Michael. See, both of those like really strong middle names as well. Yeah. David, oh, Michael, and... I'll go Christopher. Sam Christopher Ricketts seems to have a nice ring for it. Andy. Andy, Andy. So close with oh. the D. It was Derek. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you put the question oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what, we're still on 220 at the moment. Uh, September 23rd. Andy got. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. 221. Yeah. Sorry, making sure he gets. September 2013 Wolves beat Shrewsbury 1-0 away in League 1 thanks to a penalty from left winger Bakary Sacco but who started right wing that day so who started on the right wing for Wolves' 1-0 win against Shrewsbury in September 2013 September September that month the ninth uh, month of the year I'm going to go with oh could he first he really wants this win Zeddy Ishmael. Going for the £100 million player, Zeddy Ishmael. That, that was my thinking, because I don't think... I'm Do just you... going to show my working out now. He didn't play much after. No, but, but I don't, we, didn't, couple, si- we didn't, didn't sign James Henry, did we? In, he was we signed him like slightly later. later. Loan, he was in the loan period, yeah. wasn't he? I'll go for Zeddy as well. Zeddy as well, to keep it yeah. tavs with Gully, potentially. Because I think we did the same with Michael Jacobs as well. Yeah. We? He, he was almost January, I think. He was even yeah, he was late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it is Zeddy Ishmael. It is a £100 million player, Zeddy Ishmael. Oh, Look how close this is. Uh, ten years ago this week, Wolves went out of the FA Cup fourth round, 2-1 at home to Middlesbrough. Name our two centre-backs that day. Wayne, and I will give sorry. A, uh, so there again. When was it? Uh, he does well. No, ten years ago this week. Sorry, ten years ago this week, Wolves went out of the FA Cup fourth round, two one at home to Middlesbrough. Name the two centre backs for Wolves that day. I'll give you a point each. for each. Okay. So this could really start was separating it? people here. I'll go with. Oh, we didn't have Bearer at that point, did we? Ten years. He'd have yeah. just been about signed. I know which and Mancien. So we're going for Berra Mancien. Yeah. Berra Mancien. So it's two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine. Yeah. Two thousand and nine. I think um, was Southgate the manager. Might have been. Might. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think I saw a picture the other day. Really long, luscious hair from Did we beat Southgate. Him no, we lost. We lost. We lost two one. Yeah, in Premier League at the time. At home. Yeah. yeah. I have vague memories of us beating them. I think it was the year, it was the year we, we went up. Yeah, we and I think up, it was yeah. that game where a lot of us thought, well, this will be a good test because they were in the Premier yeah. League. Mm. And I think we were actually quite comfortably beaten yeah. that day. So, Berra Mancien from Andy. I'm going to go with Craddock. Craddock. And. Stearman. Craddock and Stearman. I'm going to go. 
Manchian and Stearman. Steaming. So like a mix of the both. Everyone was wrong. Oh, <laughs> it was Darren Ward. Jason Shackle. Oh, oh my God. Jason Shackle. He was forget good. Ronaldo, forget the rest. Neil Collins. Oh, he is the best. God. Oh, so. I still remember like, him like, trying to peak. dribble the ball out of defence. <laughs> that's peak McCarthy, yeah. isn't it? Who yeah. was he our left back for yeah. half the time as well? Uh, how many goals did leading goal scorer Ebanks Blake finish? On that season, you can see that how he's gone away from the yeah, truth yeah. questions now. <laughs> yeah. But how many uh, how many goals did uh, Ebanks Blake finish on that season? He doesn't say if it's just league or anything like that. So I'm going to take it as full total. How many goals did Ebanks Blake get in that season? So 2008, 2009 season. Is this an exact figure required? Well, there, yes. Nearest There's not like point two. <laughs> no, but closest <laughs> closest wins or something. Uh, we could have a tiebreaker here, so I'm going to give exact because I think we should have the tiebreaker question. I will go for. So I said it really slowly for no real reason. <laughs> uh, I'll go for 23. 23. Oh, it feels. Oh. I feel like you two could go 22 and 24 now and but either way, he wants the exact number <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to go with 23 so I'm going to go with 22 now just in case <laughs> I'm going to go 25 25 I can tell you it won't be a tiebreaker question anymore because Gully bang on with 25 <gasps> look at that Gully he's one step closer <laughs> he's one step closer to finally breaking the door just kind of park the bus now <laughs> <laughs> So here we go then, the last question. Um, David Edwards made his full international debut for Wales in November 2008 as a substitute for former Wolves midfielder Carl Robinson. But what was the fee believed to be that Wolves paid to sign him from Luton? So how much was the fee believed to be for David Edwards from Luton? I will give exactly... It's going to have to be exactly to only make it fair to Gully, of course. Quarter of a mil? Quarter of a mil. 250k... Is one six hundred? Six hundred is another. What's Rich going to go for to potentially not give me the awkward position? I, I had two figures in my head, but I just went. I was going to say I've got a couple of figures. Um, go for four hundred. Four hundred. I think it might be seven hundred. I've said out loud, but if I had done closest, Rich would have just got it right at the end there. But it was six hundred seventy-five k was the rumored fee. Okay. For it. So, so. Gully, you win. Yeah. Well, well done. There we well go. He was determined. <laughs> off the bottom. He was yeah. determined. Bottom, honestly. De- determined Guys. to uh, get off the, 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 the thing. Just and like he did it. After the relegation. My mum, yeah. my dad, yeah. my family. <laughs> for giving me the spare time to read up on all this yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right, last bit of the podcast, gentlemen, and it is for Twitter Corner. You can send it at Fancast on Twitter, and you can email podcast at wallsfancast.com as well. Uh, George Horton says... One has to go, Adama, Cav, or Costa, who are you picking? This uh, question comes up like every week, I'm sure. We keep winning, don't we? It's so. like snog, marry, avoid, but now, you know. I don't, I don't ask me what. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, I'll fucking coming next week. <laughs> um, right, Adama, Co- uh, Cav, Costa, you've got to pick one to go. Who's going? Costa. Um, Costa? The or? way he's played this season, yeah. Yeah, Pricey I, won't be happy, but probably. I Costa. would say oh, I'd say Costa, but Pricey can take Costa somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> then the Ma- both maybe, we're all happy. Maybe, to, <laughs> maybe to Costa. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd say probably Costa, but I think in reality it'll be Cav. 
Uh, right, Ben, our good old Ben has sent a question. But it's one of these questions where I feel like we should have more time to prepare for this. If Wolves last season uh, was a film, who would be nominated as leading actor? So last season, I thought he meant this season at first when I read it. So if Wolves' season last season, our promotion winning season was a film, who would be nominated as leading actor trying to uh, be tenuous there with the Oscar nominations today? I think Samuel L. Jackson would do a good Nooner. Not Lawrence Fishbourne. It's got to be Lawrence Fishbourne. For, regardless of resemblance, I think he would... <laughs> you know, still, in a, still do a character. In a Coach Carter kind of, you know, yeah. role, mm. I think he could be a good Nuna. I think it would be Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because he makes every film better. He does. Well, not every film. Every <laughs> film better. <laughs> even if... So, it makes shit films slightly less shit, then. Yeah, if, yeah. Even if it's a terrible film, it's at least four out of ten, just because he's in it. Okay. Like so even Doom, like, for example. Or even like Scorpion King. That film. Oh, I love the Scorpion King. Actually, oh, quite enjoyed the Scorpion King, actually. Come well. on. Yeah, I've got to say. You know, when he was the CGI in The Mummy 2, that was good, but not the actual Scorpion King film. Oh, that Scorpion was film. far worse? No. Huh? Actually, yeah, right. Um, just because the rock's in The Scorpion King properly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Told you. <laughs> Anyone else leading actors at all from last season? Guy Pearce as Paul Gladden. Like, yeah. They're an uncanny lookalike. Right. And also, Guy Pearce like, has won multiple awards as well. Like, you know, he's someone who consistently picks good projects as well. And I feel like <laughs> if he had to play Paul Gladden, it would just Because be he lot. obviously makes the right career choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when you put £25,000 a week in front of you, you know, there's yeah. not really mm. a bad decision yeah. to be made, yeah. is there? I don't know. As a footballer, mate, you're not going to play every week. I'm just going to go out every night then. Fair play to him. Yeah. You've got to do something with him. Exactly. His exactly. Best life. Oh, I, yeah. I don't begrudge him. Just imagine that. him being some kind of like vegan, you know, recluse. <laughs> <laughs> the total opposite of what he yeah. was. Yeah. It, it's just just the image he has to portray on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. And then quietly, he's like, oh, don't give me that. What's going on? Um, uh, what else? Uh, Brett, who always sends us the most bizarre questions every week now, and we love them. If you could morph two animals to make one super animal, what two animals would you choose? You'd come out with a Leander Dendonka, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably like a bison and a lion. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so two animals, one super animal. I'm, I'm just, I keep thinking Carl Pilkerton when I'm reading this. Yeah, I was thinking of a, yeah. a rhino with gorilla arms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that... <laughs> I'm sure they did a Ricky Gervais podcast when he yeah. did this, and he picked like a owl and a slug. An owl's head, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, with slugs, sludge. Oh. Oh. You'd have to pick some, something of some level of intelligence, though, wouldn't you? Combine that with just a massive. So the head of a beast. parrot and the body of a lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would scare the shit so out could, of yeah, me. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. If you combine two animals, regardless, it's going to be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. like... The head of a dolphin, but the body of a shark. Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't done this yet? Uh, Peter Cadwallader, uh, if you could choose one realistic signing to make in January, who would it be? I know we've talked about it. We might be surprised if we see people now but is there a realistic signing out there that you'd like to see Wolves to, to go after Andre Silva of course always <laughs> I'd, realistic I'd signing I'd love to Moussa Dembele I really would have like even for six months if he's Spurs saying Dembele he's, yeah, yeah. Spurs Dembele because you know he's saying he's falling to bits or whatever even he's, for the second half of this season just having him here he's gone to, let him go to, to, to China yeah let yeah, him go yeah. to China after that but you know it would have been fun 
But didn't they say on the Rambles that he's had like 50 injuries or something? Oh, he's had a Tommy 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 uh, anybody else from any realistic signings at all? Of the links, the Tis- only one that I've, the, yeah, be the only one that I've thought was interesting was the Titi one. Yeah. But there's Not an, just because there's, there's, there's another t- <laughs> there's another Titi that plays for like Sparta Prague or something. Yeah. Um, ben- Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin. Yes, and we were linked with him actually as well. He looked good. He looks good. Mm. He's, so, he's going to come he's, out. He's going to come out. He's going to go. No, it's Tete. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of signing both of them though. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny. A pair of titties on the wings. Yeah. Oh, there we yeah. go. There <laughs> we go. Frank <laughs> oh, Right, Andy Matthews has gone with a worked out points from the rest of the, the games, and I reckon 53 is more than achievable, and that would have got us eighth last year. Do you agree with that more, more than less? Could we get 53 points this season? Do you think we're on 32 now? Is it mathematically possible? Well, yeah. if, if, yes. Andy, if Andy's saying it, then. then yeah. Yes, we can. I, yeah. <laughs> I I haven't even looked at our running to be honest. No, neither have I. But I genuinely don't I fear anybody in this. Well, league, February, so, February yeah. to March, we've actually got an incredible run of Newcastle, Cardiff, yes, Huddersfield, yeah, and Fulham, we and we should be picking games. And in my mind, getting over the line, making sure we get over. So that there's there's no way we're going to get relegated. I would be amazed if any of the bottom three get need, more points than we're on. I need now. to see the magic four. If any, yeah, <laughs> and then we'll go into Tony yeah. Pulis mode and yeah. not get a point for yeah, the rest of the season. Oh. Don't care after that. Just get magic forty. I can sit <laughs> back and relax. Sixteenth. Does it work out that we need twenty-one points? Yeah, from sixteen games. That's that's yeah, I think we've got to put these. We've just got to put these bad teams away. We, we've got to do it. Win yeah. one, lose one for the rest mm. of the campaign. I don't think's unrealistic. If mm. not, in theory, very inconsistent. Uh, final question comes from our own Adam Price, who says, uh, "Does Stu still think that Neves is the Antichrist?" Which was on a podcast a few weeks ago, where Stu was having a go about Neves and, and saying he was the Antichrist. Did Stu say that after having twenty points in a day? He had well, he put on the WhatsApp, didn't he? He had nineteen points. And he was, what time was this when he put up like 8 o'clock? Yeah, yeah it wasn't that late. And he said he was, was still fine. One for the road or something like that. Yeah, oh no, he was, his text was perfectly legible, so yeah. 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 that's what amazed me. I just... Having been on away days with him, it's not surprising. He, he He's like a goldfish, he just seems to live in beer. <laughs> I, I don't get it, he's just, it's incredible. What's drunk though for Stu? Is it like, does he have to reach 30 to... Or does he have to do it in like a much quicker pacing? Because it is spread out to be but, fair. Mm. Well, you know, there's levels of tolerance based on consumption. Like, if yeah. he's drinking on a very regular basis, eventually it becomes nothing. I mean, let's get him on some Ray and Nephew or something. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him actually drunk whenever we've been out no, or anything. No. She usually just doesn't get into bars, but that's, well, yeah, that's, that's another yeah. issue. Stupid um, trainers. Well, that's the intervention. He must be pissed though. if he's picking them trainers out, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's like um, Bruce Willis's uh, Unbreakable character. Yeah, yeah, just doesn't touch him. Yeah. yeah, you know, for Bruce Willis, it was he can't be broken. For Stu, he just can't get drunk no matter what. It's a blessing and it's a blessing and a curse. All right, gentlemen, that is where we're going to leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much. I'm just going to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Pixel Yeti Media. Um, they are a web design company and they do our website, and it's a fantastic website. If you're uh, looking for web design, uh, they will cover all your creative needs from websites, brochures to signage marketing logo design and branding so go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com and gentlemen we'll be back next week to do Shrewsbury and West Ham where of course we'll be in the fifth round not doubting it magic of the cup we're going to Wembley everybody that's what's happening <laughs> we're going to Wembley 
semi final. Twice in one season? Yeah. Or three times, yeah. actually, yeah. We're going to Game Meadow, aren't we? That's where we're going. <laughs> Game Meadow first. Let me after that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for following us all week on social media. And you can do so by typing in Wolves Fancast, Feelers and Trolls, and you find us there. Um, and you can download and subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you like what we do, give us five stars, give us a review, helps us on the charts. So that's what everybody else says, so we'll just say it as well. Uh, we're back next week, as we say. And for this week, it's bye from Andy. Good night. Bye from Gully. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye from Rich. See you next time. Goodbye from me. See you next time. <laughs>